0: Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the Jennifer and Wendy Show on this January 26th. Morning, Wendy. Hello. And good morning, Connor. Good morning. The World Bank's Missouri Tech lines open at 84126, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, later in the program, Ike Adjachi from ABC News will join us to talk about inflation and the economy. It is Friday, so Lynn Venhouse will be here at 1108, and we'll go to the movies with Lynn. And then Dr. Ken Haller will join us at 1135 uh, to talk about this trend of teenagers self-diagnosing and posting on TikTok, on TikTok, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Haller is always
1: so generous with his time, and we certainly appreciate that. So he'll be here in the eleven o'clock hour.
0: The other thing that is going on there's his, a historic trial, N historic trial, a historic trial. I've
1: al- j- I've always been confused about that. Yeah. Diane Tanucci, uh, bat signal. If you're listening, yes. is it N? Historic trial? I've always
0: thought it was an historic trial. Me too, but it sounds so odd. Anyway, this trial of Jennifer Crumbly is underway. She is the first parent in America to be charged and tried in a mass school shooting. And it is her son who's already been convicted and sentenced to life in prison without parole. But now the mom, Jennifer Crumbly, is on trial. Her husband, James Crumbly, will go on trial in March and both are charged with involuntary manslaughter in their son Ethan's rampage at Oxford High School, November of two thousand twenty-one, he killed four students and injured seven other people. And as I said, he's been sentenced to life in prison. But this is the first time that a parent has been charged and tried in a mass school shooting. So we were talking about this and just wondering uh, what you all think eight four one two six about when a parent should be held or tried for a crime committed by their teenager he was 15 at the time right a right. minor and the parents had bought him a gun and given him a gun for christmas
1: in spite of the red flags mm-hmm. that they were that they were seeing and you know there are so many heartbreaking stories Jennifer and I were were saying in the office where parents are pleading with school officials or the police um, I believe if I'm if I'm if memory serves, and that would be a first. But the Central Performing Visual Arts High School, that family had had pled with authorities, either at the school or the police, um, that there was mental illness there. They wanted those guns taken off the premises. If 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 that is correct, if I'm remembering if I'm remembering that correctly, so certainly there are parents who are trying to do the right thing but do you feel that parents who ignore the warning signs and then almost aid in the you know the the crime
0: how can they not be held accountable right and this trial is going on now um it during the trial it says that evidence will prove on the day of the shooting The mom, Jennifer Crumbly, was given the opportunity to prevent these murders. The Crumbly parents were called into school that morning of the shooting because a counselor was concerned about a drawing of a gun that their son, Ethan, had made on a math sheet. And the parents went, and there was an 11-minute meeting with school officials, and they did not take their son out, and nobody searched his backpack. And he had a gun in the backpack. Um, The mom is saying and she texted no him, way she could have known but didn't she text him and say one of the news reports said when before she came to school that she said lol i'll have to teach you how not to get caught meaning the drawing of a gun on a math sheet
1: lol tells yeah. you right there mm-hmm. how concerned
0: she was about about her son uh, from the 636, people are responsible when their dog bites someone. Why should parents be held to a lower standard? I, I am sure every case is different. Someone said from the 314, I think in this, case, in this case, right, the parents do bear responsibility.
1: And could that act as a deterrent? Could we see maybe fewer of Good these point. mass school shootings if... Parents who are fearful, um, regardless of their own mental state, because we, you know, we don't know if all of these these parents are in the best mental health themselves. Um, could could they be more
0: inclined to do something about it? And these teenagers on TikTok, are they self-diagnosing Mental health problems? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So here is another piece of the puzzle, and Dr. Ken Haller will join us uh, in our 11 o'clock hour to talk more about that, because all of these actions point up to the fact that we need more preventive measures but
1: in the meantime we definitely want your opinions at our on our royal banks missouri tax line 84126
0: have you been to the library lately now there is a resource for families in our area st louis county library has a lot more than books you can check out they have a library of things it's a collection of non-traditional library materials musical instruments fishing equipment games puzzles and more All of these are free to check out with a library card. So if you don't have your library card, you might want to head to one of the many branches of St. Louis County Library and get one.
1: Something really extraordinary Uh, they also offer at some of their branches after school meals. Operation Food Search provides after school meals at five St. Louis County Library branches Flow Valley, Lewis and Clark, Natural Bridge, Prairie Commons, and Weber Road. Those branches serve a healthy, light meal along with activities for kids and teens Monday through Friday during the school year. Just visit
0: slcl.org for more information. St. Louis County Library cardholders can also experience Headspace for free. Headspace makes meditation and mindfulness techniques available online so you can learn all about it and you can benefit from meditation anytime, anywhere. It's just one of the great things going on at St. Louis County Library. Library. We are thrilled that St. Louis County Library is sponsoring the Jennifer and Wendy Book Club this year, and we tell you more about that every week. But if you'd like to learn more, get your library card and take part in all the fun. Just go to slcl.org. Every Saturday at 3 and every other Sunday at 7 here on the Big 550, you can listen to Keep What's Yours. That is a radio show co-hosted by Jeff Zufall, who is the chief tax strategist and wealth planner at Capital Advisory Group, and Josh Gilbert from the Heidi Gloush Show. So they talk about money, and it is January 26th, eventually. We'll be thinking about taxes and maybe you need help. Jeff Zufall and his group at Capital Advisory can help you. They are really great at walking you through the year, especially if you're a small business owner and keeping you up to date on tax code changes so that when tax filing season rolls around, you will not have any panic. The radio show is called Keep What's Yours based on the name of a book written by Jeff Zufall, Keep What's Yours, which was an Amazon bestseller. And it's all about keeping more of your hard-earned dollars in your pocket instead of overpaying Uncle Sam. People do it. New clients came to Jeff saying, I overpaid Uncle Sam. He refiled some of those taxes and was able to recoup money for some of his clients. If you are interested in becoming a client of Capital Advisory Group and you need help with your taxes and they have a full accounting division, call 636-394-5524 or look them up online, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Or listen in every Saturday at 3, every other Sunday at 7, right here on The Big 550. Welcome back to the Jennifer and Wendy show. We've been talking about this Oxford school shooting trial that's going on now uh, of Jennifer Crumbly, the parent of the school shooter who's already been uh, convicted and sentenced to life in prison without parole. Uh, Mr. Crumbly, the father, will go on trial in March. And so we have been asking you, should and when should parents be held responsible in a mass shooting committed by their child?
1: And uh, we're getting some terrific responses uh, from the 314. Much of my parenting was determined after I answered my own rhetorical question. What would the police have to say if they had to get involved in this situation? I always felt like I would be held responsible for the boneheaded things my kids might do. So, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That that was the end of that one. And Mm -hmm. then it went into another one. Uh, from the 636 yes parents should be held liable in this case i don't understand why the school didn't make the parents take him out of school this was preventable
0: why did the parents even have an option i agree I with do that too. and i believe there is a 100 million law a 100 million dollar lawsuit against the school because it does seem as though this was a clear situation that they should have removed the child. And is it beca- teenager?
1: Is it because schools are so um, sensitive and gun shy? No, absolutely, mm-hmm. I can't think of mm-hmm. another uh, term. But because they are so terrified of lawsuits, um, if kids are asked to be taken, if if kids are taken out of school. Um, wouldn't that be the ultimate irony? Mm-hmm. You know that they were trying to avoid uh, a lawsuit if that was in fact the case.
0: Let us know what you think on the Royal Bank of Missouri text line eight four one two six. And let's say it is a lesser crime. Should parents be held liable in that situation if it's a fifteen year old um, drunk driving? Yeah, I mean, we would, you know. would love to love to hear from you. About all of that eight four one two six
1: because I know you know we've had these cases where kids you know when it comes to truancy mm-hmm. um, do they hold the single mothers responsible and I, I really love what what that earlier texter said uh, that you read Jennifer that this is really a case by case basis yes but but parents have to do the job that they are intended to do and that is parent.
0: I I remember when the we first got the internet and it was just an inter office thing but somebody always said never message anyone or email anyone Hit with send. something you wouldn't want to read on the front page of the of paper. The paper. Absolutely. You know, of course, there are not that many papers with front pages, except online. Yes, there are. So that's a good reminder for all of us. And have you ever received an email from some, or not an email, a message from someone about yourself when they meant it for someone
2: else? hmm <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You know, those things happen. Um, from the 314, hi, sorry already changed the topic. I bought a ticket yesterday to see Funny Girl Third Row Center. Thank you for your interview with the lead who played Nick Arnstein. 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 That's from Ed Becker. He was amazing, wasn't oh, he? Oh, he
1: was. Absolutely. And he just has. There are certain performers who just have that vibe. Yes. Where you know he is going to be a star. He has star quality. Um, So I hope it happens for him because he's doing very well.
0: We have so much fun interviewing all these different actors. And the the really great thing is when somebody, this fellow, had never been to St. Louis before, but he said all of his friends in the theater community in New York loved the Fox and loved the Muni. And they all adored St. Louis audiences, too, because I guess we're not as cynical and...
3: Right, we're
1: enthusiastic and so enthusiastic and it's and it is so ironic because we're known for the you know the baseball team show and me the hockey team and and all of that, and I think the arts the arts community and or the response to the arts um i I think they're just as excited and and you know enthusiastic as the as the athletic endeavors.
0: And since we are changing subjects here, and that's what we do that's on what Crash we Helmet Radio, do, especially on Friday, I have now had two people within the course of a week, two people who are very close to me, <laughs> tell me I am certainly being Germanic. Translation: rigid, stern, black and white thinker. And we were talking about twenty three andme Me and Ancestry. Right. I really want to do it now. I want to see how much of this Germanic they say you are being
1: me. Germanic.
0: Uh huh. It's not a compliment.
1: (laughs) It's feedback. Well, I think it's a compliment. It's feedback. Those of us who are your Germanic brothers and sisters, (laughs) we certainly think it's a compliment. I know what you're talking about, though. As the daughter of Captain Von Trapp, I know what you're talking about. Mark
0: said, being a little Germanic here, aren't we? Oh,
1: it's better than what I get. Chris, (laughs) between your Germanic and my dramatic, I mean, we're... (laughs) Kind of like Dramatic, two,
0: Germanic? Yeah,
1: too. Well, that's the Irish in you. In
0: a pod, yeah. That's the Irish in
1: you. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody who knows me really needed to be told <laughs> that I was Irish, but that's another story for another day.
0: Well, we're so lucky for a number of reasons in St. Louis, small businesses, locally owned businesses, McKnight Place Assisted Living and Memory Care is one of those. It's local ownership with a personal touch, and it's really important if you are looking for a senior living community, both Wendy and I have done this for our parents, You don't want one owned by a large national company because then when there's a problem, there's nobody on site who lives here who understands it. These owners are local. They each have an on-site office. They're dedicated to the St. Louis region. And you know, when you live here and work here, you're deeply invested in day-to-day operations and the lives of all the people who move in to McKnight Place Assisted Living and Memory Care.
1: Really catering to the needs of residents and their families. And we've been telling you this uh, for a while, that the staff works to make life easier and more convenient. And whether you really kind of want to or not, the staff becomes part of your family from everything I have been told and everything that Jennifer has been told about McKnight Place assisted living and memory care, because that peace of mind is critical. That is why on-site nursing care, physical therapy, and occupational therapy are
0: all available. McKnight Place Assisted Living and Memory Care is part of the Gatesworth family of communities. Another thing they have that you're going to love is predictable pricing. It's all inclusive fixed rate program and there are none of those buy-in fees. So
1: please call Leslie Kelly or Gretchen today. They are standing by right now. If you'd like to schedule a tour, just have a conversation. 314-993-3333. That's 314-993-3333. Tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you and you will receive a special offer.
0: On the Jennifer and Wendy show, we like to bug you about your health checkups and that includes dental it's for your own good and you'll love Baldwin dental care if you check it out they have a new patient special right now a comprehensive exam for x-rays and oral cancer screening and a cleaning All for $99 or $100 credit on your account. It doesn't really matter where you live. I think you'll find it well worth the trip to Baldwin. And you know me, I don't like driving that far. But the greatest thing about Baldwin Dental Care, besides the gold standard of dental treatment you'll get, is that you walk in the door they hand you a comfort menu. They really want you to feel at ease in the dental chair. If you are not, they'll take good care of you. They ask you if you want a blanket. Do you want the dentist and hygienist to talk you through it? Would you prefer headphones so you can listen to music or watch a movie on the ceiling? And they're so great with children. Because right from the get-go, they put children at ease and then they won't grow up to be adults with anxiety in the dental chair. New patient special right now, a comprehensive exam, four x-rays, an oral cancer screening, and a cleaning, all for $99 or $100 credit on your account. They've been doing this for about 50 years. They offer affordable payment options, Saturday hours, evening hours, anything to make it easier for you. Give them a call, 636 227-2552 Two two seven two five five two, or just Google Baldwin Dental Care. If you do stop in, please tell them Jennifer and Wendy sent you. Thank you for all your comments on the World Bank's Missouri text line uh, from Bruce Jensen. Yes, parents should be held accountable, both criminally and for sure civilly. Uh, at least paying a fine, at the very least.
1: Where do we? But where do we draw the right. l- line with well, that? And I, with when it comes to something like mass shootings, if it will move the needle in a downward direction, do it. You know, do it to make parents who might be um, concerned about what the community is going to think if their child is identified as having some kind of mental health issue. You, you know, then the i guess the 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 decision should be taken out of the parents hands and, and put in the hands of, of the authorities as it is in the um bu- the bumbly crumbly
0: crumbly, crumbly. Yeah. yeah case i'm trying to remember if there was a, if there was mental health help available in the 60s at schools
1: so when did I, I – I remember guidance counselors in the 70s, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they were there. I'm sure they were there in the 60s. I have no
0: doubt. My family was just – we were so ignorant about mental health help in the 60s and even the 70s, as many people were, you know, because it, it wasn't on the same scale as any other kind of illness. So if uh, – as a 13-year-old, when I was going through difficult times, it was basically – here's the minister – And I'm sure there were therapists, but my family was just, we were too ignorant to even think about it or know.
1: I don't think ignorant is the right word. I just think uninformed. I think there was a vacuum in the Mm -hmm. culture uh, because nobody wanted anybody to know about anything that could be perceived a certain way.
0: Yes, because then in the 70s, so mid-70s when it was obvious my brother needed help, And I took him to his first appointment. My parents said, whatever you do, don't let him get admitted to the psych floor. See? And the psychiatrist sat there and diagnosed him with schizoaffective disorder. And I said, well, you know, my parents don't want him to be on a psych floor. So they put him on a general admission floor. And what did he do? Of course, because one of the symptoms of this kind of severe chronic mental illness is lack of insight. He walked away against medical advice. We wised up the hard way, but things are so much better now as far as help available to all of you. And we'd love to hear your comments on the Royal Banks of Missouri text line about your own families and what you have done. Because I just, you know, 13 years old, that was a long time ago. And I know I was going through a very troubling time and told, this is what we have, the minister. The Jennifer and Wendy Show is brought to you by BetterHelp, and boy, are we believers in this. And you do not have to have gone through a major trauma to benefit from therapy. I like to think of it as a tool that will sharpen our emotional skills in school and at work and sort of make you the best person you can be.
1: And we didn't talk about it before, but thanks to BetterHelp, we are talking about it now and they have they have removed every perceived obstacle it is entirely online it is designed to be convenient and flexible
0: and suited to your schedule not the other way around it's one of the reasons we're excited about having better help here because through the years we have heard from you on the text line that you live in outline areas you're you really want to find help for yourself or a child and you can't the wait is too long or maybe there just are no therapists in your small town
1: better help makes it so easy all all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapist at any time for no additional cost.
0: And I did try this myself when they first said they were going to sponsor our show. And I'll tell you what, if it's not a good match the first time, you don't have to tell that therapist. You just go back online and say, please send me some more profiles. I haven't found the perfect match. So celebrate the progress you have already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J&W today and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com help,
1: slash J&W.
0: I like your sweatshirt.
1: (laughs) I like your uh, your vest, we're we're very Red. much a Kansas City station
0: today. Even though I was thinking about Valentine's Day, you I know, Julie Buck had the cutest sweater on the other day with hearts on it. And
1: I, I wanted one. I Saw that. <laughs> I saw that. And she can wear a ponytail like nobody's business. I'm sorry. Seriously, once once you've reached a certain age, you have to have the perfect head to wear a ponytail. Wait, does that and, go for
0: men too? Because Mark's hair is almost long enough for a ponytail. Um, yeah. Okay,
1: but he he looks fantastic. Um, He always looks great. This was an interesting story, I thought. Whoopi Goldberg, and have you noticed as a chick that nothing is more, I mean, a man will go from zero to 120 in a nanosecond if you bring up the program, The View, if you bring up, (laughs) it's like, I don't even know if they've seen it. I don't know if they've seen excerpts on TikTok, but... Their heads to b- borrow a McGrawism. Their heads explode, <laughs> and then if you mention Joy Behar, well, then forget it. Forget it. They're probably in the driveway and they're leaving. That is how polarizing the View is. However, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, following a discussion on the View this week by Goldberg and her co-host Alyssa Farah Griffith, I can't or Griffin, I can't tell you the last time. I think the last time I watched The View, Barbara Walters was still part of it. It's been a very long time. Joy Behar, Sarah Haynes, and Sonny Hostin. Hostin spoke about the Barbie star uh, Ryan Gosling's reaction to the lack of Oscar nods for his co-star Margot Robbie and director Greta Gerwig. Gosling was nominated for Best Supporting uh, Actor for his role as Ken in the fantasy comedy. Goldberg said, uh, "The conversation sparked a lively debate when films are snubbed from recognition in the industry. Everybody doesn't win," Goldberg mm. said. "They they're not snubs, and that's what I want to point out. It is not the elites. It is the entire family of the Academy Awards who vote for best picture nominations." And that's really important. She said Barbie received a total of eight nominations in the 96th uh, Academy Awards competing for Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Song, Best Costume Design, Best Production Design, along with Mm -hmm. Best Supporting Actor and Actress. But um, she said, you don't get everything that you want to get, she added. That's what you have to keep in mind. Not everybody gets a prize. It is subjective. Movies are subjective. The movies that you love may not be loved by the people who are voting. And I think that is a that's a brilliant reminder um, that, you know, you can feel like your movie, (laughs) the movie that you love so much was
0: was ripped off. Right. Not
1: everybody gets a trophy. Right. Not everybody gets a trophy.
0: From the 314, I'm a 62 year old male. I cannot stand the view. I don't know how it's on TV. From the six one eight, I don't watch The View specifically because of Joy Behar. Mm-hmm. She is a bully who criticizes another bully, Trump. Trump,
1: right? Um, seeking help. This is from the six one eight. Uh, seeking help for stress and anxiety is more accepted today. Um, I think that I don't think there's any doubt about mm-hmm. that. And I th- was it getting better before the pandemic. And then the pandemic was the
0: tipping point? As a person who was a mental health reporter for 30 years, yes, it was slowly getting better. The pandemic was the tipping point. I heard from so many people who live with anxiety or depression and are treated for it and used to be told by their friends, come on, just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. They said now their friends were saying to them, oh, Uh so this this is is what 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 you deal with, I see. So I do think that... One of the silver linings of the pandemic is that people started to accept mental health issues as health issues, which is what they are.
1: Is, this is we're, we're getting a lot of terrific texts today. Some of them are split uh, just because of the way they come in around other texts. From the 314, are you responsible for your child's actions when you are told there is a problem, told they need to be evaluated, told you need to take them home, and you refuse? And then you don't look at what they have with them, like the gun you bought for Christmas, but gave them already and don't know if they have it with them or not because you don't lock it up. I think you just might be depending on how the laws are written. And that would be a state to state proposition. Did you already read that one? No, 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 I did not. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great point.
0: Um, Mary Lynn says, did you read this? Mm -mm. The view is basically opinion garbage.
1: And it wasn't set up that way. It was actually kind of refreshing at first Mm -hmm. to have a group of women just chewing
0: the fat. I kind of like that. Opinion garbage. Opinion garbage. (laughs) Marilyn, I might use that line sometime. (laughs) Opinion (laughs) stew. Opinion Opinion stew. stew. Opinion garbage. And since we are going everywhere, did we talk about Erica Miller and the Chocolate Rooster on air
1: I I can't believe you said that because I just was – I was looking at the photograph of her –
0: or no, I'm sorry. On the Drew Barrymore show. That's right. That's right. Um, It's been a couple of years when Erica Miller, who used to work out here at Westport, had a home baking business and she dropped off some cupcakes and gooey butter cupcakes. And uh, I went with her to a local grocery store to try to get them to carry her goods. And it was kind of funny because the baking manager said, Erica – I'm not going to eat these in front of you because if they're bad, I don't want to have to tell you to your face. Well, they weren't bad, and that particular grocery store did offer her a deal, but it it didn't work for her. Her goods are now in Max Local Eats, and I'm not sure where else, but the other day, it just so happened, you know, on Monday I was off. Right. Had to go... Get a colonoscopy, so I'm home, and Mark turned on the TV, and there is she Erica was. Miller of the Chocolate Rooster on the Drew Barrymore Show.
1: Did you explain how she got there? Because well, I don't she, remember.
0: There's a Channel 2 program that comes on I sometime during the day. I, I hate to say this, but it's sort of like the Show Me St. Louis. I don't sure. know what they call it on KTBI. Oh, KTDI. I know what you mean. Every, every station has right, something that, a Right, but there's like a that, darling like a anchorwoman. So she was on also talking about the great things about St. Louis on the Drew Barrymore show on Monday. And they showed the arch and talked about Forest Park. And Drew Barrymore's like, what? It's bigger than Central Park. And then they passed out Erica Miller's gooey butter cupcakes okay, to the entire right. audience. That's right. So I called her the other day to see if she could join us, and she said, I love KTRS. I can't come on right now. I am so busy. She was able to quit her day job, and the chocolate rooster has taken off. You follow what her on Facebook, name, right? Yes,
1: I, we do on our Jennifer and Wendy show page. Yes.
0: Yeah. So anyway, congratulations to Erica Miller and the chocolate rooster, and also KTVI for getting her on the Drew Barrymore show. Is Ike Jachi on the phone? Yes, he is. It is 1048. So let's check in with Ike Ajachi, ABC News correspondent, uh, to talk about inflation. Ike, happy Friday. Thanks for joining us.
4: Always a pleasure. Happy Friday. Okay, good for a second. We
0: couldn't hear you, but now you are there. So uh, tell us about the economy currently.
4: Well, you know what? Contrary to what a lot of analysts were saying, that we were hit a recession, that things would take a very severe economic downturn, it looks like the opposite is happening, and President Biden is capitalizing off of this news. He was at an event in Wisconsin yesterday, and he continued to to praise the recent GDP report that found the nation's economy grew at a 3.3 annual pace. That's much more rapid than that expected 2% increase, analysts were saying. And Biden gave credit to Americans for for an economy that has exceeded expectations. Uh, You know, that GDP report on Thursday, it found that in addition to the economy growing at that brisk pace, inflation has eased. So it's essentially showing Americans willingness to spend freely despite the high interest rates that we're all seeing and the sticker shock at the grocery store.
0: I know, and we always hear, when we go to the grocery store, it's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? What do families with a lot of children do? How do they afford this?
4: It's very expensive right now. And those are one of the things that are still trying to rebound from the pandemic, essentially. And, you know, obviously the whole point of this, the high interest rates and things of nature, is to try to drive down inflation, which it has. Inflation has, in fact, eased. And President Biden said this is all in time will adjust, meaning these high interest rates and the price levels, you know, that invisible hand that all the economists out there know about will eventually fix itself. And that's what President Biden is banking on right now.
1: The cynic would say um, that in terms of proximity to election, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, that, that yes, we're going to be seeing some numbers being massaged here and there. Uh, any, any truth to that, Ike, maybe, on the periphery?
4: Oh, well, you know, in the way that the Commerce Department, they track these things, you know, it's true. You know, they're not necessarily, you know adjusting these numbers. We saw Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen talk about the good numbers and things of that nature. And it's essentially a stark difference, rather, than what uh, former President Trump was saying. You know, we heard him on an interview with Lou Dobbs that he wanted the economy to crash Mm. uh, and, and things of that nature. President Biden criticized him for that, essentially saying no president should want the economy to crash ever. Because uh, that would mean doom and gloom for the American people. So, nevertheless, whether they're, you know, massage or not, the numbers are the numbers. And, you know, things are getting better. And, and Biden is essentially campaigning off of this right now.
0: Ike Ajachi from ABC News, thanks so much for joining us on this Friday. And you have a good weekend, Ike.
4: Thanks. Yeah, Ike. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: A lot of football on this weekend. My cousin's coming in from Maryland for about a week. And she said, you know... There will be football on Sunday. And so I do know that. And my cousin and Mark will be watching. I'll be in and out of the room. I'm trying to figure out what to cook. 84126. Need your suggestions. But here's what I might do I might go to the Piccadilly at home. The Piccadilly at Manhattan ding, ding, has ding, ding, ding. a freezer case right when you walk into the restaurant. They make their soups and specials, desserts, enchiladas, sausages, fruits. Fresh and frozen, ready for you to prepare at home. Or maybe you want to stop into the restaurant. It's right in the middle of a residential neighborhood in the city of St. Louis, but right next to Maplewood. And so people have been going there for decades. I think I've been going there for 17 years. It's friendly. It has a cheers-like atmosphere. And the food is delicious. We celebrated KTRS's 25th anniversary there. We've done our show there. The pot pies are unbelievable. They have all sorts of salads, burgers, salmon, veggie burgers, There's really something for everyone. And if you just want to stop by and pick something up to go home, the Piccadilly at home. You can give them a call if you like, 314-646-0016. Say hello to Nick and Maggie and Molly. You can go online, thepiccadilly.com, and see everything that they have to offer. And really, these entrees they have are huge and can feed a whole family. Uh, It's really well worth your time. The Piccadilly at Manhattan.
1: Oh, it's so good. Something on the menu for everybody. You are so right.
0: Are you cooking for football Sunday? I haven't made up my mind I, yet. I'm there too. Yeah, I haven't
1: made up my mind yet in terms of what we're going to do. Did you make your white chicken chili? We've got the we've got the babies on Sunday.
0: Oh. So Does um, Chris still watch football or and you watch babies? Chris or? will
1: probably watch Miss Josie and I will probably take Henry out to play mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm not you know it's just it, it's such a fun weekend now this is is this the one that alternates i was trying to explain to jennifer do the times alternate year to year for afc nfc
2: uh yes okay yes, they do.
1: that's what I, I thought i thought so and so we will know at the end of the day sunday who is going to be in
0: the super bowl
2: yes oh that. good
0: and then we can start planning that, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm and by that I mean food. Food wise. <laughs> because I have been to Super Bowl parties, but mm-hmm. I, I watch the halftime show and that's about it. Yeah. And think about the food. You know, finding the right memory care community can be daunting. How do you choose the right provider for your loved one? It's so important that when people move in, they're part of a community, they are met where they are, whether it's dementia or Alzheimer's.
1: Park Provence is led by an experienced team of medically trained professionals. And if I could underline that uh, with a Sharpie, I, I would over and over. You can't imagine how important that is. They maintain a total of 200 employees. Therapists, social workers, nurses, and other disciplines right there on site. They have the highest staff to resident ratio in the industry
0: now this community's interior spaces and the landscaping were designed to promote a warm intimate setting so there are five interconnected households on the property and they feature these specially designed elegant suites a dining room living room kitchen and sunroom and most important an advanced security system that enables the people who live there to safely explore the gardens and the courtyards and the walking paths and well-appointed common areas it's safe and secure
1: it absolutely takes a village a village of expert memory care clinicians a village of highly skilled nurses and staff for every stage of dementia from assisted living to skilled nursing care
0: they have art and music therapy programs and these are are designed to help the residents um Stay involved and reach their full potential. And I know I've told you this before, but I once saw a woman who had Alzheimer's sit down with a music therapist and play the piano as she did, as beautifully as she did 50 years ago. If you're interested, call Andrew or Michaela. Here's the phone number, 314 Twenty five hundred. You can learn more. You can schedule a tour if you like. And please tell them Jennifer and Wendy sent you, and then you'll receive a special offer. Boy, we are getting a lot of comments on the Royal Bank of Missouri text line, eight four one two six. S- somebody said
1: crab. cakes. I know, but here's Doesn't the deal. That sound good?
0: My cousin, I do have her late mother's recipe for crab cakes, but she's the queen of crab cakes. Right. So, so I feel like even, uh, yeah, I always have I crab try. cakes when I go visit her in Ocean City, Maryland. I so I don't know. I kind of hesitate because I think she's used to crab cakes.
1: Yeah, and Chris is going down to Kendrick's Meats um in in South St. Louis South County um because he loves grilling what all of they they've got a lot of really neat things. Um and uh so I'm pretty sure he's going to be making that trip while I'm being Mary Poppins.
0: Does anybody else like sea bass and where do you buy it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> sea bass. Sea <laughs> bass. Chilean sea bass. I'm
1: going to have to. Uh, are we going to have to throw a flag on that suggestion? Not for the football game, though. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. right. good, good. We can't be healthy. No, no. No. <laughs>
2: No. Maybe no. if you're trying to, like, elevate the experience. <laughs> I don't know.
1: No, I, I served
0: Mark it to saying, Mark once, yeah. and he's like, oh, this is good. And I'm thinking, well, I'm never wasting that on you again because. Yeah, it's this not, is good is not good enough right. I'll
1: make
5: of a, a
0: response, stay. yeah. Coming up on top of the hour news with Jim Fairchild and more from ABC, this is the Big 550 KTRS St. Louis. It's better than being in a comfortable recliner while you're watching movies at home. And there's so many streaming that Lynn Van Hals will be talking with us about today. Good morning, Lynn.
5: Good morning. I know that Miller Furniture, we talk about their high-quality goods and their high-quality service. And I was thinking, what do we do this time of year? We watch TV. Oh Sunday, big football Sunday. And and so I was looking online and they have a whole section about your lounge area, like your family room, whatever room you hang on, Mm -hmm. hang out in. Cause we used your to your man cave, yeah, yeah, your man cave, and uh they have these gorgeous entertainment centers and TV console stands for the big TVs, but even small TVs, they have all sorts of the latest entertainment center stuff. You know, we got all these really cool styles now oh, that yeah. people use. Remember, we used to have the armour type things, you know, but now they've since expanded with the big screens, and so they have a whole line of that, and they have theater seating
2: oh. if you
5: have. Have one of those I mean that's a lifelong dream you know of <laughs> um, the, a theater but they have really cool uh seating and all sorts of things so for your comfortable like if you have a room where you go and you watch television and you game, and people play games and all that kind of stuff look on their website and see what kind of stuff they have and then go to the four stores right because um, Ellisville lake St Louis Fairview Heights and bevel And it's Miller spelled
1: M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Correct. And, Mark, if you're listening, um, the three of us, four of us, actually, would really appreciate one of those chairs with the capacity to make popcorn, like (laughs) hot hot buttered popcorn. Can you
0: imagine? And while you're sitting in the chair... Oh, yeah. Online. Miller Furniture. Oh, check check man, them out online. online. One of the things streaming uh, starting today on Apple TV is Masters of the Air. What is that about,
5: Lynn? Oh, this is really special. It's going to be one of these epic TV miniseries that people talk about in the same vein as Band of Brothers and the, and the Pacific. Today, I'm going to be talking, all these things are related to World War II that I'm talking about today. So think about that. We're still mining subjects and World War II. This is based on a book that came out in 2007 by a historian called Donald L. Miller. If you read World War II books, this is about the um, 100th bomb group also known as the B17 flying fortress and they were in the 8th air force they're based in London they their nickname was the bloody hundredth because of their heavy losses during combat missions and so this is this war drama that is gripping and intense but it shows you also, you were talking about mental health today. Mm-hmm. It shows you the mental toll on these guys. Because a lot of those World War II movies that we grew up with, they didn't really they show They didn't even it. touch on it. No. Yeah, they, they didn't show about that. It. So this is how the soldiers cope. And then they have this, thing. there's a cast of like 200. So I will say I, I uh, the first couple episodes, and they it starts on Apple TV Plus today. Two episodes, the first two episodes drop today. And then every Friday, um, we'll have another episode and there's nine total. So we're going to get the Tuskegee Airmen in like uh, seventh episode. And that's going to be a really nice thing. Well, the lead is Austin Butler. And this is the first thing he did after Elvis. Hmm. And he's the real deal. I was looking at him, going, "You are really magnetic," because he was magnetic as Elvis. But he's really good as this real guy named Buck Clevin, and he's a major. And then his uh, his best friend is played by Callum Turner, and it's funny because his nickname is Buck, and then his nickname is Bucky. So, mm-hmm. they have a thing about it, but uh, they lead this cast. It's a huge cast. And so, at first, I will say it's a little, de- you know, like when you're starting something, you have to figure out who's who, who are these mm-hmm. characters, mm-hmm. what are they, where are we go. you know. So, it's a little dense at first, but stick with it because. It's so well done. The director is Carrie Joji Fukunaga, who did the James Bond movie, No Time to Die. And he's he was the original showrunner for True Detective. Oh, boy. That <gasps> and, tells you all you okay, have to know there. And
0: what we're talking about is Masters of the Air. It's a limited series. It premieres today on Apple TV. Now, if you go to poplifestl.com, you can read Lynn's review, and it's on Rotten Tomatoes. Of zone of interest, and this opens in St. Louis theaters today. Yes, again. I don't, I, I want to watch it and I don't. I, yeah, I don't think I
1: can. Yeah.
5: I think some people are surprised at how, like, uh, they think, well, nothing really happens. And, and well, that's the point. The A day point, in the life of. Who? Yeah, it's, it's about that. Well, Rudolph Hoyce and his family, it's really about the apathy of evil. Hmm. It's about how me. people just go about their day, like uh, uh, and and all this all this horrible things are happening next door at Auschwitz, and they're just doing their lives and dehumanize. It's about dehumanizing people and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's nominated for five Oscars. It's the front runner for the international feature. It is in German with English subtitles.
0: Okay, and that is the zone of interest that opens in St. Louis, Louis theaters today. Another thing opening for one week only in theaters is Godzilla Minus One Minus Color.
5: I know. I'm sorry, what now? I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Question mark, Lynn? I yeah, know. Uh, now, this was a movie that came out of nowhere for us For us who have to watch a, lot, a ton of movies in, in December. This came out December 15th. It's a monster movie, so I didn't pay attention to it. Max is a big uh, right? godzilla fan his son oscar is so everybody was talking about how good it was so it started getting these rave reviews from critics it's got a 98 percent on rotten tomatoes fyi so it's the best kind of combo it's a disaster movie but it's a human drama i it actually brought a tear to my eye Hmm. and i would not think that in a in a godzilla movie but in 70 years There's been 37 movies, and this is the first Godzilla movie to earn an Oscar nomination for visual effects. And what I loved about this movie's visual effects is you can tell it was a much lower budget than these big blowout American movies like Godzilla versus Kong and stuff like that. It looks like, I mean, apparently they had like 35 guys make it, you know, and mm. so it-, it <laughs> As opposed to 35, 350 or something. Right, 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 you know, and so this takes place, it, it goes back to its roots. This takes place after World War II. There's a lot of post-war, uh, post-World War II Japan, so there's a lot of anxiety, and that's how the monster is born, this radioactive monster. He looks pre- uh, prehistoric. And so it takes place in Tokyo, and you do have all the things of a B-monster movie. You know, he's just stomping through Tokyo, (laughs) you know. But there's this really good human drama connected to it because there's this kamikaze pilot who kind of screws up, and then Godzilla happens, and he has survivor's guilt about how he didn't save people. And he is in war-torn Tokyo, and he meets a woman who has taken on an orphaned baby, and they become sort of a family unit. And it goes through all this Interesting. stuff, but it's surprisingly, it's just perfect balance of like the monster movie and the human drama. It kind of sounds like Australia without the giant lizard.
2: <laughs> right? Nicole Kidman and
1: Hugh Jackman, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good enough. And then the that's little a boy Nala. Oh,
0: So that's it's a good- it's a black and white version of Godzilla minus one minus color. Opens today for one week only in U.S. theater. So even if it's not your genre, it sounds like you might want to check it out. Oppenheimer's back at the IMAX starting today. Yes.
5: And that got the most Oscar nominations with 13, as everybody predicted. So, again, we have, you know, here, here we got the bomb. We got Japan after the bomb. Bomb. We've got uh, the Holocaust, and then we've got the guys up in the air. And what's really cool about Masters of the Air is they show how they call it crew glue. Like these guys, you know, sure they got some swagger and um, and bravado, but they they got to be there for each other. They're so close, yeah, yeah. And that's what it talks about. That's to me what the big takeaway is from this is how they all work together because you know they don't call him the greatest generation for nothing. Right.
0: Uh, Let's talk about Deadfall currently on Max. And this is from 2012. I've not heard of it.
5: I know. I saw it uh, back when it was award season back then. And I went, this is really a fun movie. I mean, it is a little violent. It's an action thriller, but it's got this great cast. It's got Eric Bana, Treat Williams, Chris Costaforsen, Sissy Spacek. It's Ooh. a whole family. It's really weird. It's it's a it's a crime thriller and a family situation, and it takes place in. Uh, I forget what state, but it's a lot of snow, okay. and so it <laughs> narrows it down. I know it's. I forget because you know I not saw it Florida, years ago. not so, Texas, not I Arizona. I know you know how like you're going through on streaming services, you're going through the queue looking oh, for something, I know. Yes. and and I saw this and it said, uh, what is it like when they are about to ready to drop something? You know they say like a last chance or something mm-hmm. like that, and it was on there, and I go. <gasps> That was a good
0: movie. So okay, I thought so that's, you know. that's Deadfall currently on max from 2012. And before we go, breaking news about Netflix and Sex in the City come April.
5: Yes. They're going to have all six seasons, but not the new one. Not and just like that. Yeah. No, just the, the, the first. The actual. The actual Sex in the City. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, Lynn Vanhouse, thank you so much for joining us on The Jennifer and Wendy Show. Can't wait to see some of those movies this weekend. You know, I have some friends who recently got ripped off by a contractor, and they gave the person money to redo their bathroom, and he disappeared. The Better Business Bureau can help you with this. As consumers, we're always looking for information about how to shop safely, which businesses to trust, how to avoid the latest scams. And then if you own a company, companies want to learn how to grow their business and better serve their customers. They really, really help at the Better Business Bureau. And you can go to their website as 7 million people did last year. They also reach people through email letters and social media. But it's really a great place to start. They do conflict uh, resolution, too. So if you've had a bad experience with a contractor, just go to BBB.org, and they can help. So they can help you if you're looking for a trusted business. They can help you if you have a business and you want to be Better Business Bureau accredited. And they can help you. Uh, learn about ethics and also do conflict uh, resolution bbb.org for more information we'll be back in a moment are you downsizing encore consignment gallery can help you they're the go-to experts if you want to consign your gently used upscale furniture and home goods you can avoid the hassle of posting and pricing and phones and emails and meeting with strangers encore consignment gallery can do all of this for you here's how it works Take pictures of your furniture, rugs, artwork, and accessories. Send them to photos at EncoreSTL.net. Ronnie Vinton and his staff will contact you, discuss details. They'll stage your items in one of their two showrooms. And if you have a household, just tell them that as well. There are two locations of Encore Consignment Gallery, the Lamp and Lantern Village in Town and Country, and then they have a store in Kirkwood at the corner of Manchester and Lindbergh. And since Ronnie Vinton has bought uh, Encore Consignment Galleries, they have so much artwork. It is amazing. He is amazing. And you will find things in all styles. Maybe you're into vintage or modern. They have brand names like Our House, Restoration, Hardware. It's really, really worth a visit. It's a great shopping experience. Encore Consignment Gallery. There are two locations, Lamp and Lantern Village in Town and Country and the Kirkwood Store at the corner of Manchester and Lindbergh. If you stop in, please tell them the Big 550 sent
3: you. Jennifer and Wendy, Song of the Day.
4: 550. KTRS.
0: On this date, 1980, R&B singer and songwriter Anita Baker was born in Toledo, Ohio, but she was raised by foster parents in Detroit, Michigan. And just last year, Rolling Stones ranked Baker at number 92 on its list of the 200 greatest singers of all time. Remember this, it's our song of the day. Did I
1: tell you, um, I think I told you, our um, giving you the best that I got was the the song that we danced to. Oh. Um, And so for our 30th anniversary, um, she was coming to town. So how perfect was that? We saw her at the Fox. And um, turns out that she was there for two nights. She was every bit as amazing as you would think that she would be. Um, she's worth like ninety to a hundred million dollars. Uh, so she has, had, and songwriting—that's where the money is mm, because other publishing, people. exactly. Ah. But I was thinking that song. I believe one of the first times I heard it was in Moonlighting. I think they played it in Moonlighting. But so we wanted to hear her sing "Giving You the Best That I Got." She had the two shows, she sang it at the show that we were not, that we did not attend. (laughs) How Um, dare she? (laughs) But so worth it. Oh, my gosh, if you ever have an opportunity. Um, This life process is never merely a destination, but a transformative journey of self-discovery. And the only thing that is ever guaranteed
0: is this moment. That's love our it for the day. Love it, love it. We try to stay present. Yes, but you do. know there are times when you have to plan ahead, <laughs> and I'm a ter- I mean, I'm a planner, as Connor pointed out to me one day. So you have to plan, not to plan. Yep, that's me. But three months before you turn sixty-five, honestly, that's when you have to call Ryan Raphael because whether you're working or not, when you turn sixty-five, you're entitled to health insurance through Medicare. Maybe you have great insurance at work, maybe you're not so sure. If you call Ryan Raphael, who's the Medicare man, he's the owner of Senior Insurance Benefits, he'll sit down with you for about an hour, and he'll explain all the Medicare health insurance plans that you're entitled to when you turn 65, and he'll compare that to the insurance that you get at work. So even if you are still working, it is worth your while to meet with Ryan Raphael, and he'll explain supplements, Advantage plans, Part D prescription Also, you'll start being bombarded with brochures, and you'll see commercials on TV that can be somewhat misleading. Sometimes they mix up Medicare with Medicaid, but if you're about to turn 65, you'll be entitled to Medicare, and it's a great time to call the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael, 314-368-6808, or visit him online, medicaremanstl.com.
1: 1133 at the Big 550 KTRS and uh, many of you probably have seen this story that teenagers are using TikTok to self diagnose mental health qualms and experts are sounding the alarm so obviously we turn to our dear friend and a a terrific friend of this show Dr. Ken Heller uh, who is a pediatrician he is a medical school professor Um, he works at SSM and uh, I have to tell you, even before we get started with the business, that one of the highlights of 2023 for me and uh, our daughters was seeing Ken perform at the Blue Strawberry. That is, I I would tell that, to, I would say that to anybody, uh, but you have an opportunity three weeks from tonight to attend I'm Just Ken, <laughs> the Blue Strawberry, Friday, February 16th, how do they get tickets and it will be a highlight of their life too. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Yes. God, thank you for leading with that. Go to bluestrawberrystl.com and scroll down to Friday February 16th. Tickets on sale now. So. And
1: and no no joke. <laughs> I laughed, I cried. That sounds like that sounds like a typical um review of of yeah. you know well, the well, people my...
3: My log line for this show is you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll have a few drinks, you'll be out by 9 o'clock. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. And it's dot com or dot .org? Sorry about that, Ken.
3: No, dot, dot, dot .com. Dot com. Dot .com.
1: Okay, bluestrawberrystl.com. This, yeah, uh, getting to the alarming story at hand, yeah. what do you make of this when you read it?
3: Well, I, unfortunately, this is not something that surprises me. Um. Kids, uh, you know, since since the beginning of time, uh, kids have sought out other, um, you know, other sources for information other than their parents and school and church and, you know, all the institutions to see what they can find. And the, uh, the web, uh, for better or for worse, um, and sometimes for both, uh, is a source of all kinds of information. And there are so many things out there that kids have access to uh and and uh you know and and the thing is that being a teenager is a time of great emotional turmoil i think you know i can certainly think back to that time with some with some dread about the things i was going through and kids are looking for answers why am i feeling this way and if they you know put put some things into their algorithm things will come up that uh can be uh somewhat alarming and of course <clears throat> uh a lot of this is designed as clickbait you know like might mm-hmm. you have OCD or you know here's what you can do about your ADHD or things like that that's the things that kids will click on the more clicks people get the more money they make and it becomes this this uh, self-perpetuating thing where it becomes a bigger and bigger deal and more and more kids are, are accessing this and there you know obviously there's some real downsides to this because the information that they're getting may be quite inaccurate
0: and there was a study Dr. Haller that it can just take 20 minutes for children to find harmful mental health content on TikTok. And I would imagine it because it's the teenage years, so often as teenagers, we don't talk to our parents and say, something's going on with my mental health. I mean, I would imagine many teenagers don't even have the language to express what's going on.
3: Right. And this is one of the things that we've talked about on the show over and over again, uh, you know, when I've been here. And I, I really thank you for for asking me to talk about this because, uh, TikTok uh, in particular, and, and the web, uh, in general is not so much the problem as it is just a manifestation of it. And this is, uh, and a lot of what is going on here involves the work of being a parent. And unfortunately sometimes parents don't realize how much power they have. They think that my kids don't listen to me. They don't care. And they tend to, uh, Uh, just throw their hands up and say, you know, uh, there's nothing I can do. And yet, study after study after study shows that parents have an immense effect on their child's well-being, on their health. And a lot of that comes from a parenting style. And what we want is not an authoritarian parenting style of do this or else. We also don't want a laissez-faire parenting style of do anything you want. We want an authoritative parenting style, which means tell me what's going on with you Let me reflect back what I hear, and here are the things I think will help you. If we keep those things in mind, that is one of the best antidotes to bad information that kids get about pretty much anything on the web or from their friends. And this is something that needs to start very early in life. Start having conversations with your kids, hear what's going on with them. This way you can say, I hear what you're saying. Here's what I need to correct about that, and here's what I think you're doing well. And here are the things that I think we need to do to help you stay healthy.
1: I think we both really appreciate that description, uh, Dr. Haller. It's 1138. If you have a question for Dr. Ken Haller, SSM pediatrician, uh, medical school professor, uh, 84126. So it, the, the the new style, it, it sounds like a Goldilocks proposition, right, That um, <laughs> that you can be authoritative and still understanding.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I think one of the things that is most important for parents, again, I I think that uh, especially when kids get to be teenagers. And again, I I tell this to parents, you know, when your child turns 12, they're going to kind of disappear in a lot of ways. And then at 20, they're going to come back and say, sorry, I was such a jerk. That
0: is so (laughs) Uh, true, Ken. It is.
3: That's kind of the way it is. But the thing is, the earlier we can start these conversations, the more likely it is. Kid, that parents and kids can still have these conversations as they get older. But one of the most important things for, par- for parents is to be frank about things, about their own experience, about their own feelings, and to be vulnerable. To say that things that about, yes, I remember what it was like to be your age, and I remember what I went through, and here's what I went through, and here are the mistakes I made. I don't want you to make the same mistakes. Rather than saying, don't do that, don't do that, because if it comes from a place of I know all and I see all and I tell all, kids are not, they're just going to turn that off. But if you say, you know, when I, re- when I was your age, I went through a really dark period, and here's what I did to get out of it. Here's who I talked to. I really needed that help. It sounds like you may need that help, too. Then kids are much more likely to say, I'm really glad you brought this up.
0: Dr. Hallard, it seems as though these days there are more children on the spectrum than there were when we uh-huh. were little. I don't know if they're diagnosed better, but who first notices that? Do parents bring it to pediatricians and say, I don't know, something's not right here, and then the pediatrician makes a referral to a psychiatrist? How does that whole process work?
3: Yeah, there there is a much greater appreciation of uh, the autism spectrum uh, and it really being a spectrum rather than... You know uh, a discrete diagnosis like there's this big bucket of people who are here and then people who have autism are over in that little bucket over there there is a real appreciation that autism that autistic tendencies are much more common in the population than we ever appreciated and it's probably always been that way some people are more severely uh, affected by it in terms of their ability to pick up on social cues and, and act effectively in social settings Uh, and others less, you know, less so. Uh, Generally, this is something that over the past 15 years, the American Academy of Pediatrics has recommended that we do screening for all kids starting, you know, in the first year of life, but do more formal screening at about 18 months and two years of age. And if it does turn out that a kid does meet certain, you know, criteria, or does have certain tendencies, then we will try to get them in to see a developmental pediatrician, uh, speech therapist, people like that, to go from there to help them out. So, uh, the um, you know, uh, th- there's a great book called um, uh, Neurotribes, N-E-U-R-O-T-R-I-B-E-S, Neurotribes. The, um, uh, I can't remember the the subtitle of it, but it's by, uh, the author's uh, last name is Silberman, S I-L-B-E-R-M-A-N. And it really looks at the history of the diagnosis of autism and how it has changed over the years and how it is much, <clears throat> a much broader concept than it used to be. And it's also not something where if something is on the autism spectrum, they are immediately shut out of all kinds of things. There are a huge number of people in, um, in the sciences and in engineering, even in medicine, mm-hmm. who are on the autism spectrum we are very successful, have very successful relationships. And it is, uh, so it really is uh, as much a character trait as it is a medical diagnosis. Mm. And so it is the kind of thing where if your child is having trouble relating to other people, uh, making eye contact, uh, having trouble with language, by all means, bring this up with your pediatrician because we do want to talk to you about it. And we'll see what we can do to kind of make sure that your child uh, has ways of Fitting in with their peers and feeling like they, uh, you know, have a place in this world.
1: Just, to, just a uh, hopefully what would be viewed as a helpful reminder, Ken, because um, uh-huh. Jennifer and I have talked about, you know, endlessly on the air that if we had grown up in the age of social media or oh. cell phones or that kind of oh, thing, yeah. you know, limit that type of conversation in front of your. Children, you know, when they are a certain uh-huh. age, when they're adults, you can talk about it to them. But you know, I, I know that you're trying. I think people are trying to commiserate and they, you know, and, and identify with their kids. But I think uh-huh. that can be kind of alarming to a young person, can it? To hear your parents say, "I couldn't possibly navigate what you're navigating."
3: Uh-huh. Oh, I. I mean, again, the older the older a child is, the older an adolescent is the more they're able to have these conversations that are more nuanced in terms of a person's uh, history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, I think we've talked about in the show before, and I've talked about elsewhere is, for example, when something terrible happens, when there's a, you know, a terrorist attack or something like that, a young child needs to be told, I will be here for you no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, I am always here for you because that's what kids are scared of. As kids get older, they may start to have questions about, well, there were adults who died in that attack. And then you can say, well, yes, there were. Um, I, We also have to look at how uncommon that is and how unlikely that is. Uh, and, you know, and I think that is very unlikely, and I'm going to make sure that I'm here. And then as kids get older, they will have further, uh, you know, questions and things. I'm really, when I'm talking about these issues around um, struggles that people might have had as, as teenagers, I think that's more appropriate for kids who are teenagers mm-hmm. rather than for really young kids. It is really important for parents to be an authority figure and a comforting figure and a, and, and reassure kids that they will always be there, even though, unfortunately, in a small number of cases, that, that won't be the, uh, the case. But when kids get to be teenagers, they really, you know, it really makes a difference for them to hear You know, when I was a kid, I went through this and I uh, and here's what I did to take care of it. This, if only because this may be the sort of thing that that does have genetic tendencies. Mm -hmm. And this is the sort of thing where I I sought help and I'm really glad I did. And I think you need that kind of help also.
0: So even though the teenager may roll his or her eyes and look like they're not listening, parents should still talk to them about these. things. Oh,
3: yes. 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 Because. Because, again, they may – that's just sort of it, how teenagers are built <laughs> is <laughs> right. to do that. But the thing is, later on they might say, wow, my dad told me that. Mm-hmm. I, hmm. you know, and and in, in, in a quiet moment that may come back and sort of sort of help them to uh, – they may come back and later, maybe even months later, and say, you said this once. Can we talk about that a little bit? And, and so sometimes it's not about making something happen right that moment. It's like any relationship is about planting seeds that can grow over time.
0: Oh, mm. so well said, Dr. Haller. Before we go, somebody on our text line is asking if Asperger syndrome was still on the spectrum, and I don't know if officially it's in that um, uh, manual DSM five or whatever. But yeah, I, I've talked DSM-5. to people, yeah, you know, who still describe their children as Aspergers, and I had an uncle who was Aspergers.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, that term is not used so much anymore, but it is still those tendencies are still part of the autism spectrum. Okay. And so, uh, and so. yeah, that is there. One other thing I'd like to say is if you can go to, if, especially when it comes to media and your kids, uh, if you go to healthychildren.org, that's healthychildren.org, that is from the American Academy of Pediatrics, and put in the search term media, they just published an update on how to create a family media plan for you and your kids so that you can, you can communicate about these things, and and parents can uh, help to help to guide kids to to media that will be helpful for them.
0: Oh, that is great! HealthyChildren.org org and search
3: media. Healthy, yeah, HealthyChildren.org, org search media, and I think the second hit there is the Family Media Plan. It was just updated a week ago.
1: And and a gentle reminder that uh, I'm just Ken at Blue Strawberry. That is February sixteenth. Uh, Blue right. Strawberry. Three weeks from tonight. BlueStrawberrySTL, one word, dot com. Dr. Ken Haller, grateful as always. Thank you so much for being with us today.
0: Thanks, Dr. Haller.
3: My pleasure. Have a great weekend. You too.
0: If you are thinking about retirement in the next few years, you might want to call Jeff Zufall at Capital Advisory Group. Here's what they do with you. They sit down and make a written financial plan so that... You'll know if you can afford to retire yet. You'll know what your first day of retirement will look like, and you can rest assured that you won't outlive your money. They'll start the conversation with you about Social Security. What is the best age to start collecting your Social Security, and what is the process? Do you just call? Do you do it online? Do you have to go to the office? And they'll help you figure out where your money will come from, personal savings, investments, If you're lucky enough to have pensions or 401ks, they will take that into account. Jeff Zufall and his team is good at this. They'll talk with you about health care costs in retirement because it does seem as though as we age, our health care costs will go up taxes that you'll still have to pay in retirement, and, of course, the end goal, make sure you don't outlive your money. Give Jeff Zufall and his team a call, 636-394-5524, or you can look them up online, capitaladvisorygrp.com, or listen to Jeff's radio show, Keep What's Yours, every Saturday at 3, right here on The Big 550. I'm just looking up Blue Strawberry showroom and lounge on oil.
1: Well, and I completely forgot to tell you all about the food. Uh, The food is to die for, in a word. Um, It is so, so good. Uh, I took um, Chris—I think Chris was out of town. I took our two daughters, Maggie is pregnant, and ordered two desserts. They had (laughs) Kate, I think. I can't remember what they had, but everything that we had— was just out of this world so yeah it's like I mean it's like it sounds a, like a club. supper
0: club yeah from the 50s From the
1: 50s exactly I love it. they Do have people the little, dress up or I mean it's it's sort of you see all sorts of different states of dress Maggie and Kate were all dressed up you saw some some other folks were dressed up but it's just a it's just very relaxed and it is the just the enthusiasm that that he performs with
5: Dr. Haller. So you yeah,
1: laugh, he's such you a cry. great performer. He's, he's really a very special person.
0: BlueStrawberryStL.com. and it's February 16th when Correct. Dr. Haller will have his show. I'm just kidding. as he said you'll be out by 9. You'll be
1: <laughs> You'll be out by <laughs> 9. We're so
0: lucky to have him as a contributor on oh, this we, program. Oh, we
1: really really are. Um so have you decided? I mean, you're not doing the sea bass
0: for Mark? No, no, I have to think of something to cook on Sunday. My cousin will be in town. She and Mark will be watching football. I might actually cut out for a couple of hours and go visit my friend Jean. <laughs> Jean said, "If they're watching football for hours, why don't you come, right, come over here and me. play cards?" <laughs> Maybe I you know, will. Those short ribs that mm-hmm. you
1: you turned us on to were amazing and very simple. I know it's also an investment. Um, it they're, is. They're I've made them in the Crock-Pot, yeah, I've was, made them the other way. That was what I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. Crock-Pot was surprisingly
0: delicious.
1: Really Couldn't good.
0: Couldn't be easier. Your favorite barbecue sauce and short ribs yeah. in the Crock-Pot. I was reading somewhere that, uh, I don't know what year, but Crock-Pot decided to rebrand itself because sales were lagging as Slow Cooker, and sales took off. You're kidding. No. <laughs> wow. There was some article about marketing and how certain companies stayed relevant, and boy, isn't that the truth? I love slow cookers.
1: Oh, I, I mean, what did we do before them? There I don't is even
0: right. There's some woman who has a series of cookbooks on just slow cookers. and for one year, that's all she did, and she ended up doing a series of cookbooks. But she used to take them when they would go camping. And somehow had a power outage. She has quite a collection of slow cookers herself, and every three hundred and sixty five days she made something in the slow cooker.
1: I told you when I when I bought my second six quarter, eight quarter, whatever slow cooker, that was when I felt like a real woman. I mean well, honestly. I think
0: I came across Connor's recipe for jalapeno Oh, the corn hot the corn. The corn. Oh my gosh, I forgot
1: all about that.
0: Mm-hmm. And I've made a corn souffle, corn pudding in the slow cooker because I got one that was nine by 13 size, you know, like a nine by 13. Yes. And that was very popular. So good.
1: Yeah. That's one of those things at Thanksgiving. It's like the minute you put the spoon in the souffle, (laughs) you turn away, you
0: blink, it's gone. Listen to MFA, Mike from accounting. Just order some pizza and wings. Work smarter, not harder. (laughs) I
1: like where I like where he's uh I like where he's living today. Make I some really sliders,
0: do. easy, says somebody else. I don't know about that. Is that easy?
2: Um, wouldn't you just rather have a whole burger rather than like three sliders? Because yes. you're gonna eat the same yes. amount.
1: I heard Martin Kilcoin, it was after uh or getting ready was it walking like ramping up to Christmas Eve, but he was saying, Why don't women just order pizza and wings? And he said, Why do women make it so hard?
0: It is a valid
1: question. It well, is some, a valid
0: question. Some women prefer to be. I'm one of these women. Prefer to be in the kitchen, right? Because on a you Sunday. don't want to. You don't want to watch the game. I mean, Mark will call me in there when he says Connor will need to be, or Joe Holloman will need to be consoled. Connor, Connor will want will to get know about this. Here's something you can talk to Wendy about, and I'm like, oh, all right.
1: <laughs> you have your legal. Should pad? I write that down? Or you have your legal. Pad? I love it, uh, Stephanie O'Day. Is that her name? Yes, Stephanie O'Day. Nice.
0: 365 days slow cooker. Um, I don't know if she's still doing it, but I I may have even interviewed her at one point. And I just thought she has many great ideas for your slow cooker that perhaps
2: you haven't heard of, thought
1: of. I hate to put them on the spot, Connor.
0: Oh, go ahead. Ravens, Chiefs.
2: Uh, I guess I'll go Ravens, home team. Oh. Uh, you know, they're the better team on paper. So. Oh,
0: my cousin's visiting
2: they're from the Maryland. They're the favorites.
1: Wait, Ravens are the home team. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying because play- I was
0: like, this isn't
1: Baltimore. They're,
2: the home- they're at home. They're, they're at playing, home. They're, they will be playing in Baltimore.
1: Everybody
0: said the same thing about against Buffalo, Detroit. So I'm going to try. Against Kansas City. Against Kansas City. Yeah.
2: And yeah. who will Detroit be playing? They'll be playing in San Francisco against the Niners. The Niners. And, and I know
0: Wendy's. You're predicting Kansas City wins, right? I'm hoping.
2: It feels biased, they, but. You know, yeah, that they. <laughs> she's maybe while be, she's sitting here with her she's Chiefs. She's allowed to
1: be Kansas biased. City chiefs. Well, we are in the superstitious part of the catalog or <laughs> the calendar, whatever you have call it. Have a great
0: I'm weekend, so everyone. John Carney, Julie Buck up next. We this time together
2: just to have a laugh or sing.